like I told Tor in another really cool piece was a lot of the terminology that they were using, I can then take and shift it to make more sense for my audience. You know, for like you had mentioned, I um, primarily primarily work with moms and someday moms because I feel like they're the most influential people in the world. And I'm like, damn, there's a lot of this terminology that like might kind of scare some of the clients I work with. But if I can shift it a little bit, and even though it means the same thing, it's like light bulb. And so that was a really cool connection where I'm like, wow, we're essentially on this same learning path just with different language because it would speak to different audiences. You're listening to Inside the Den, a podcast about connection and the human behind the community in the world of Web3 with your hosts, Jake and Dwayne. Well, this was a, a really unique interview that we just had with April Sky. This is Torin's uh, wife, who was actually at Grey Wolf Summit. And uh, Dwayne, I, you know, was, was kind of thinking about like going into this interview is very different. You know, interviewing the spouse of somebody who's active in the Wolf Den and getting that that perspective, and just the conversation and where everything went was pretty inspiring. Like, I really left this interview feeling really good about how this all came together in the way it should. Yeah, there was there is a few different things that out of that conversation, like um, just touching on April's background. She's she's uh, an interesting woman to know. Like she seems to have the power yeah. to help the what she called them the someday moms and the moms like mm-hmm. that. That is so powerful to me because, like she said, they're the most influential and powerful people in the in the world. Like so, you know, just hearing all that, but then yeah. then hearing her perspective of um, being somebody that's kind of outside the den, but inside the den with, you know, Torin being active and everything, just hearing mm-hmm. her, the different perspectives and all that. It's, it, it was such a great conversation, man. It was fun. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're going to go ahead and bring her on because you're, we don't need to waste any time talking about this stuff. Let's get her on the show. And, and, um, and I think, I think for people listening, you're really going to find a lot of value out of it and, and also some new perspective that maybe you haven't heard before. So let's get it started. All right. What's up, everybody? We're here on another episode of Inside the Den. Um, we have with us April Sky, and this is going to be a little bit different uh, type of interview because we are interviewing um, the wife of Torin Zanfrelli, who uh, is a avid member of the Wolf Den. He actually has these really cool Gray Wolf Summit cigars that he just released and is doing all kinds of cool stuff. We we interviewed Torin um, previously, so you have to go check out this episode. But we're bringing his wife on to have a conversation <laughs> to get some new perspective and and really have some conversations around, um, you know, just really talk about April's background and some of the things she's doing. But I think it'll be really cool to get some perspective from um, from April in terms of, you know, being married with Torin and he being in the Wolf Den and all that good stuff. So without further ado, April, welcome to the podcast. It's so great to have you on to the show. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Thanks for having me. I love to talk. I love to visit. I love one of my favorite parts about the Wolf Den. And I tell Torin over and over again is the people that it attract are not like the surface level people. It's like the ones yeah. that really want to go deep. They want to grow. They want to, you know, connect beyond, you know, you know, making lots of money. <laughs> so anytime I get to have conversations with anyone that he's met from the Wolf Den, it's just my favorite thing ever. It's like, yes, we can go deeper than the surface. This is fantastic. Mm. 
that's one of the main things about this podcast and why we started it was just, you know, the to highlight the people in the community because it was, you know, we were playing in the Web3 world and the crypto world and we were part of all these like DGen communities and it was all just about like, uh, want more money, want more this, like mm-hmm. when, when moon and all that. But when we, you know, started developing this podcast and started talking to the people and and actually when we started gaining higher proximity to the to the people inside the community, it was like, we got to highlight these conversations. Like, this is just too good. And so, you know, we're nearing 50 episodes, I think, and still no, and still no shortage of like top people to talk to. Like, and like you said, get deeper than those surface level conversations. Like let's get down to like the nitty gritty and stuff that's useful. Like everybody can, you know, talk about the weather, but Hey, let's, let's talk about something that matters here. (laughs) Yeah, everyone can talk about their wins. Everyone can talk about the weather. Everyone can talk about the highlight reel. But I mean, those that are coming here, they're not just, you know, like, again, wanting to like, you know, get rich quick. They are wanting the health and the wealth to marry together. A huge concept they talked about in the November conference in Arizona, where it's like, Mm -hmm. you can have wealth, but if you don't have your health, like, you know, they they have to coexist together. And so that's what I really appreciate about this community. And I have seen what it has done for Torin his perspective has just exploded. I can't take all the credit. <laughs> I, I want to ask you, um, cause you, you were at gray wolf summit and, mm-hmm. um, what was, was that your, uh, was, was that your first, um, I guess, interaction with the community and with the, like the project or was there other, another interaction? I'm just curious to hear, like, how was that for you in terms of your experience with the community and what was some of your impressions? What were some of your takeaways really immersing yourself into it? Yeah, absolutely. So that was my first in-person experience. Torn had gone to one prior. Um, So it's funny, the way we actually got connected to this is when I moved to the community that we live in, Bozeman, Montana, with just my son when I was a single mom, I had this neighbor. And this neighbor is massive entrepreneur, so connected, so intelligent. His name is Nick Russo. I think he's in the den too. And uh, we just got really, really close. My son and his son got to be really good friends. Well, then when Torin joined us and moved here in Bozeman, they got really, really close. And that's when like Torin's entrepreneurship exploded. Well, fast forward. And Nick is actually the one who introduced Torin to, you know, crypto to this wolf den. He went to some event in Texas, met some of these people. He's like, all they talked about was crypto. Like this seems to be a really big deal. And so Nick and Torin went to, I believe it was the Texas event maybe the year before last, maybe it was earlier last year. I'm not sure when, when. It, when it stormed yeah. and snowed in Texas. I think oh, yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. I was <laughs> at that just, one too. Yeah. And he just came back. He's like, you got to go with me to the next one. And I'm like, you know what? All right. I I'm going, I have, you know, no idea what to expect, but I fully trust you. I fully support you. I see, you know, the conversations that you're having, the excitement, the inspiration. And so, yeah, I went with in November and What I was pleasantly surprised to see, because, and we can go into this as deep as you want to, I come from a background where when I became a single parent, I went too far deep into my masculine. I was so heavy into, I got to make money. I got to go. I got to grind. I had a really successful wedding photographer business, won all these awards, made a ton of money, burnt my body out so drastically that I ended up in the hospital. And it's still taking years of recovery from that massive almost too far into that masculine. And so I definitely was a little bit more gun shy around any terms like champion and winner and, you know, like grind hustle. And I was just like, 
man, is this another one of those like bro DM type of situations? <laughs> and but hearing Torin talk about it, I'm like, no, this seems different. And so when I went, it was so enlightening and exciting to hear them talk about spirituality, to hear them talk mm. about the priority of health. Like, Hey, cool. You can make all this money, but if you're not taking care of yourself and you're not resting and you know, you're not addressing all those other pieces, then the rest of it doesn't matter. And I loved the breath work. Like mm. that's actually a huge piece of what I integrate into what I do as well. And so I loved learning from, was it, what is his Master name? The guy who Yes. Master yeah. Jason, I mix up him. And he was just so incredible and everyone was so human. And I mean, Dr. Jeff Spencer, like he took such an interest in Torin and, you know, pulled us to the side and had conversations. It was, it was just these true, real, honest humans that were, yes, of course, coming together to be like, Hey, let's, you know, be a part of the 1% and let's have these great, big, amazing lives, but let's also really prioritize, you know, our relationship with our families. Let's prioritize our relationship with health and with ourselves. And like I told Tor and another really cool piece was a lot of the terminology that they were using, I can then take and shift it to make more sense for my audience. You know, for like you had mentioned, I um, primarily, primarily work with moms and someday moms, because I feel like they're the most influential people in the world. Mm. And I'm like, damn, there's a lot of this terminology that like might kind of scare some of the clients I work with, but if I can shift it a little bit, and even though it means the same thing, it's like light bulb. And so that was a really cool connection where I'm like, wow, we're essentially on this same learning path just with different language because it would speak to different audiences. So yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed the vet. I really enjoyed the people. Again, it's not just about, you know, making money and buying expensive shit. Like they truly care about everyone inside of their den. Like Nick was such a joy to meet. Like all of them, all of them are a joy, honestly. Yeah, this this is turning into be such a fun conversation because, um, <laughs> well, yeah, just to hear this perspective, because um, you're putting words to the feelings that I've had is that this is just mm -hmm. bigger and more like this is just bigger than crypto and Web3. And, you know, one yes. of the new taglines that have came out of the Guardian Academy is is uh, bridging, you know, crypto with or web three with the real world and making a difference with uh building better humans and and that that at the core is what's special about this ecosystem is is the better human part is is all the stuff that we've learned and you touched on it where it's those principles and frameworks have the same benefits to so many different avenues of life if you just change the language just a little bit so they could just understand it yep. yeah mm -hmm. it doesn't need to change much mm -hmm. like you said it, so it doesn't scare the people when you use the big words or the yeah, different or words intimidate they don't or turn off yeah right so if you could just mm -hmm. change those words the the core principles and and foundations underneath are beneficial in so many areas of life and that's what i've found throughout this whole journey so it's it, yeah, I, I'm loving this conversation right now. It's awesome. That's, that's like that's like true. Di that's diffusion of innovation. You know, yes. it's, like, it's your it's your you're really repackaging those principles into your language and your own perspective, and communicating it to your people. And and you you look at a lot of this stuff. I mean, this is not anything. Nick will say this. He's like, I didn't come up with this. You know, this mm -hmm. has been around for for decades, centuries. I mean, for for a long time. It's all the first order principles and you know, it's just being diffused out to the masses. And, you know, so your contribution and how you take these things that you've learned and the receivership that comes with it and really owning it and, and giving it new meaning in a way that's communicating 
communicate it in a way that actually makes sense for the people that you serve is, I think it's really important. I think, I think sometimes it's easy for people to kind of underestimate that contribution. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, no, that, that really matters. And that's, that's important because the way that you explain it to somebody makes sense where somebody else, maybe the way Nick explains it, maybe it doesn't click, but the way that April explains it does make sense and it does actually impact. And, and it just took you to show up and deliver that message in a way that, that resonated with the people that you're serving. So, yeah. Well, and even on the flip side with Torin. Okay. So I have been, I have so many years experience as a teacher. I now have, you know, an official certification in life coaching. I've worked with humans on personal development for years and years and years and years. So you would think that my husband, I mean, yes, he learns from me. He's excited. He's motivated. However, there will be someone else saying the exact same shit, but in a different language. And he's like, oh my God, my mind is blown. And so for him, all of the language that is that was used at that seminar that is used within the den, that speaks to his soul. That really mm-hmm. motivates him and makes the light bulb go off. Whereas, you know, again, my clients or even me, it might just needing to hear it a little bit differently. But yeah, no, it's it's been a really cool thing to see that connection. It's like, this isn't as separate as you would think it is. And again, you can tell the mission as a whole from all of the people that are within that den, not even just the people that are presenting, but the people that are in attendance, mm-hmm. they just collectively, you know, want to have a good, fulfilled, wholesome life. And, mm-hmm. you know, and one of the things, one of the ways touring got me, not got me to go, he really didn't have to talk me into it at all. Like I said, we trust each other so deeply that I'm just like, yeah, cool. I'm in, I love to travel. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like 20 bucks. He's like, I promise you, they will talk about crypto in such a minimal fashion. Cause I will be completely honest. We have gone on two dates where he has tried to teach me exactly <laughs> how crypto works. And my brain, his brain is like very logical, you know, da, 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 da. in my brain, I'm like the visionary, the creative. And I will just stare at him. And I'm like, I have no idea what you just said. It's been an hour. I, I don't understand, but I trust it. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was so cool at that conference too. You know, there was some crypto mention and some pieces that made it easier mm-hmm. to understand, but a lot of it was about, you know, personal development and mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a big paradigm shift to go. Like when you start thinking about crypto and how it works and integrates, it's, I still, I mean, Dwayne and I, gosh, how, how long have we been like in the web three crypto space? And I mean, uh, really, I mean, to, really, yeah. Two to 10 years, you know, two <laughs> yeah. years feels like 10 in the crypto <laughs> dog, dog years. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like, and there's still times where I'm like, I think I get it. And, <laughs> and it's, you know, it's, it's, it is, it's a big paradigm shift. It's fast. Better. It's fat. Yeah, no, it's, it is a fascinating space when you kind of see the emerging tech, but you're right though. It's a, it's the human element. That's the, the center and in, in the focus. And it's really what matters in the long run is how we are, how we are as humans and how we behave. Yeah, um, absolutely. Well, it's funny that you had, Oh, I'm so sorry. I interrupted you. Um, it's funny. You mentioned how it's cool to have a wife's perspective on here because mm-hmm. when we were down there, uh, there was, you know, a handful of other wives that were down there. And when I was able to go mingle with them, they were like, yeah, you know, this is cool, but we are fascinated with what you do for a living. Even though, again, I'm saying very similar things to what they're saying at the crypto conference. They just understand the language, the pain points, the messaging, you know, in the way that I'm describing them. And they're like, oh my God, tell me about what you do. I need that. Cause yeah. I hadn't yet created the membership that I have going now. And they're like, we need that. Tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And, and that's part of, and that's part of the den. There's so many um, amazing people doing things that help 
other humans. Like there, there's so yeah. many people and it, and it seems to have drawn that, that in, um, like take Jay, I would, my one comment that you, that you kind of interrupted, I was, I, I wanted to get on to, um, like base case and build, like they were, you know, that switching the voice to a different audience, to children, like to, to the youth and educating yeah. them. And, you know, when it is brought to my daughter from them instead of me, it it's received so much different. So it's just that, you know, like just receiving it from a different voice is so cool. Yeah. Is that who wrote the children's book or is that a different member of the den? Another, another different yeah, member. That's another example. <laughs> oh <my> Doc, Doc, <laughs> Doc Ev, yeah. yeah. Doc the Wolf has a yeah. children's book, you know, and just another example of diffusion. <laughs> It's so fun. We actually have it and read it to my son because he, so we homeschool. My son will be a nine in July and he already, he's had multiple businesses. He's so fascinated with money. He wants to, you know, do all these great big things. He's such a little entrepreneur, visionary at heart. And so that book was really cool to bring in. And A, it was, I mean, incredible that it was from someone in the den, but it's just like, oh, this is like broken down in a fun kid's way. Okay. Yeah. I I love to the talk about what you, what you do mm -hmm. and and how you work with with mothers because especially you know hearing um I want to dive into that I think it's a good transition yeah. point because you know there's certainly conversations too that you're having that um that resonate more and and love to dive into the language and and just uh maybe we can start with what it is that you do this usually this is like the first question you ask people when they come <laughs> to podcast, like, what is your 15 minutes what do you do? we're good but we're we, good. we we like to do it wrong and start halfway through the conversation but let's That's talk fantastic. about what you do and 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 how you show up and and what your mission is and you got a membership so let's let's hear it just lay it out on the table for us. Absolutely. I'll unpack all of that for you. But first, I love that you guys do that in your interview. I might steal that for my own podcast because I feel like sometimes it can be a little intimidating, especially if someone's a little bit newer to interviewing where you're mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, tell me about yourself. I remember when I used to first start appearing on podcasts years and years ago and I'm like, I, I have so much to tell. I have to tell them my entire story. Yeah. So they would just ask me to tell them about themselves. And it would be like 20 minutes later. And I'm like, oh, I think I just overshared. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you guys do that. Um, But yeah, so again, like I mentioned, I've lived many lives, but I have specifically been an entrepreneur since my son was born. Prior to that, I was actually a teacher. I have a degree in special education, a degree in elementary education, a minor in reading, a certification in early childhood development. And when I had my son, I really wanted to be at home with him. Well, it lasted three months and I'm like, okay, I have to apply this like overachievingness concept in my brain, not just towards my child. Cause I'm going to drive everyone nuts. So I started a photography business, grew it, exploded it. Thank goodness. Cause it allowed me to leave a situation that wasn't good for either of us. And, um, I was a single parent for many years growing, this business and it was supporting us. And, you know, again, like I'd mentioned earlier, it was winning all of these awards and it was doing great. It was making a ton of money and it allowed us to move to the town we're in now. But my body really started to speak to me through a lot of burnout. Um, this kind of inner knowing that it's getting time to shift. I'm not as passionate about what I'm doing. I can't keep going at this pace. And in 2020, uh, right before the world shut down, <laughs> I actually got diagnosed with Crohn's disease and was in the hospital and was really, really, really sick and had to find myself going from, again, this heavy place where it was like almost like a, a heavy masculine energy where I was like, go do, you know, like I provide everything. I don't have help bah, to a very vulnerable place. That's when Torin moved up here and we bought a house together and I had to kind of surrender and 
remember that it's okay to have help. It's okay to have seasons. And I was kind of forced to lean really heavy into my feminine. So I went from way over here now to way over here. And that's actually when my program started to be built, the signature method that I have that I utilize with my clients. And essentially what I started to realize is that I wanted to get back into my teaching roots. I am a teacher and a visionary by nature and the photography, the entrepreneurship was great, but not what I meant to do. I'm not an entrepreneur by nature. And so as I started to work, start working with moms again, I'm like, I, I don't know what the hell this is going to look like. I just want to work with moms. And so I started coaching them. This was four years ago in like a group space where they would come, we would work together for like six weeks. And I would just kind of teach them what I had learned for essentially connecting back to myself. Cause that was a common factor or something that I saw quite often that moms were really struggling with and something I had struggled with, especially, you know, when I was in that marriage and going through my divorce, we either never were able to kind of figure out who we truly are before having kids or since having kids, you know, there was just this heavy period of disconnection. Mm -hmm. So fast forwarding, that's what I kind of specialized in. Then when the world shut down in 2020, I started focusing on business coaching. So I was, you know, coaching moms through how to start and grow their own businesses. But what I found, all these women that were coming to me, having me help them, you know, I had masterminds, I did one-on-one, -on -one, all these women that were coming to me, having me help them grow their businesses, what they really needed first was to strengthen that foundation, as in their connection to self was so dissolved that it was almost like they were trying to build up this, you know, immaculate house on this crumbling foundation, which, you know, as you know, that's not sustainable. It's not going to hold very long. And so what they really needed first was that life coaching component. And that's where I lit up and I'm like, oh my God, there is so much to this. And so I paused, I went because I am a nerd and I love certifications and degrees and diplomas and got my certification in life coaching and started going in that focus. I, again, started doing, um, I started to shy away from more of the terms of like, you know, masterminds and whatnot and started having group experiences and it was amazing. And the focus or this program that I keep talking around, essentially Bodhi, it's this step through program that helps moms reconnect to themselves. So, you know, that can kind of sound like a fluffy term, like, well, what the hell does that mean? And so that's why I created this program where I take them through this experience where essentially we are unpacking all the different components. I use these tools. Like I, I know, um, I see a lot of like male life coaches and they'll use tools like, uh, six working geniuses or Enneagram. And, um, what I will use is like stuff like human design, astrology, also Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, you know, your Zodiac, there's all these different means for connection. And so what we'll do is we essentially unpack all of that. And then I guide them back to like, Hey, like these are your gifts. This is like your God-given gift here, you know, is some of your high characteristics, some of maybe your lower characteristics. It's, it's funny because it's, it's a lot different and I can explain it in a million different ways, but the way I like to describe it is rather than being like a life coach, I'm like a life teacher, a life guide. And I am showing these moms, you know, 
what's possible for them, their potential, because this can apply to any human. Again, I specialize in moms and someday moms because I truly feel that they're the most influential people in the world. I mean, they're raising the next generation who's raising the next generation. They're usually like, you know, head of their households in certain different ways emotionally. And I not only believe, but I know we were all born with these incredible gifts and we can, when we can connect to these incredible gifts, again, this applies to everyone. We raise our vibration, just like, you know, the people at the crypto conference, you know, they're all there to, you know, get excited and to raise their vibration or their frequency or however you want to label that. And when they do that, they are able to help raise the vibration of their family and they're able to help raise the vibration of those around them. You know, it's, it's a, it's like a a ripple effect. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. that you could look at it as when you shine brighter, you're shining onto the people around you and you know, you can get as technical or as fluffy as you want with it, but it's, it's such a fact, but yet majority of us aren't aware of that concept and even more aren't quite sure what their gifts are. And so when you start to connect to that, it, you know, it doesn't make life flawless. It's not like it takes away all your pain and everything's like, woo, we're good now. But oh my God, when you're living a life that's in alignment with, you know, who you came here to be, what your God-given gifts are, it makes things so much just smoother and you're able to be so much more present for it all. You know, you aren't constantly having your head down and being like, man, I just, I don't know. I feel off. I don't know what it is. I'm disconnected. I don't even know what I'm good at. Like I'm just going to work my nine to five. Yeah. But I got, but I got to keep pushing on through just yeah. to keep going. <laughs> yep. Cause that's, a, that's our conditioning. You know, we, yep. yeah. our generation, you know, from probably age like 25 to even like 50 or whatever age we are, it's hard. My God, it is hard. Sometimes I'm like, you know, maybe ignorance is bliss, but um, sometimes it can be. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. We are a generation where all of this new information is available to us. All this, you know, different, depending on, you know, you could take it really spiritual. You could take it really technical, but essentially we're in this like great quote awakening of sorts where so much more information is available to us mm-hmm. where, I mean, take homeschooling, for example, I have such a creative, amazing, incredible child, yet he struggled in school. He is constantly just focusing on, you know, what he was bad at, what wasn't working, you know, this is bad, this isn't working, blah, 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 blah. And it was really difficult. And so after years of excruciating experience, I mean, that's a whole other podcast I could talk to you about. Actually, a lot of moms come to me when they have more of those spirited kiddos that are going through this. But I mean, when you have a kid that is an entrepreneur at heart, they're more spirited. Um, if you want to put more labels on it, like he has ADHD, he has dyslexia, like he's a little genius, but if you're only focused on what the outside world looking in is telling you is good and none of the other stuff matters, well, you're missing out on a huge piece. So since we started homeschooling this year, his confidence has exploded, his genius in these other areas that we weren't even quite sure existed exploded. And it's the same thing with humans, like somewhere along the lines, it feels like someone created this like little avatar. And it's just like, well, this is what a happy life looks like. And especially for moms, this is what motherhood is. This is what it looks like. You're going to really struggle. Most of the time you're going to feel disconnected. You're going to be exhausted. Like this is just how it is. And if that makes you happy, that's incredible. That's beautiful. We all have different paths. But majority of the time, if you're very disconnected and not happy and things just feel icky more than not, you know, there's more to unpack there. Mm-hmm. 
I, I want to say something I thought yeah. was really interesting. And first off, thank you for sharing this because it, it, it's really inspiring to see oh. that you, you know, you, you've caught, you've answered a call, you know, and that was mm-hmm. something that uh, I recently had the the pleasure to, to attend a, an event with Dr. Jeff Spencer. It was like a two day, oh. yeah, it was really, really amazing. And, and we actually took a Colby test and you're talking about the Enneagrams and the human design. We had a lot mm-hmm. of conversation around that. It's really tough to move forward on anything. If you don't really know who you are, like if yes. you don't really understand who you are and you, and you said something in the very beginning, you're like, you're talking about reconnecting with self and you, and, and you made some comment like, well, you know, some, you know, maybe that sounds a little fluffy mm-hmm. and to some people that might sound fluffy, but when you truly understand what it means to reconnect with yourself, you're like, no, that's really freaking important because yes. if, if you're trying to move forward on anything, you're going to feel all this like friction and resistance and it's, it's, it's feels icky. And you're like, I think I'm doing like, you're, you're not really sure yeah. if it makes sense. And, and like those, some of those tests, and, and I think it's a common, this is what I just share in this experience, because I think this relates to a lot of the work you do is like, you have certain tools, right? You have like the Colby mm-hmm. test and the Enneagram and, and I'm still kind of learning about this. I took the Colby test and and I was like, oh, well that, you know, I'm a, I'm a uh, four on fact finder. So I'm not like, like, I'm not the person to send and like comb through legal documents. Like, don't, that's <laughs> not me. That's not me. I'm more of a, an explainer. And I'm like, okay, well, this makes sense. Why I have a lot of resistance with my day job, which is like more of an audit function. And, and I'm like, okay, this is starting to make sense. And now I can like really adjust my relationship with that particular work because now mm-hmm. I understand who I am and how I show up and, and the, the approach I take and um, human design is really interesting too. Cause I remember there was a lot of conversation around that. So anyway, I just wanted to put that out there as you're talking, I'm like, Oh, I, I want to geek out on this stuff with you. Cause that's yes. like, so such a cool thing that you go through when you start learning about yourself and how mm-hmm. you approach life and like the gifts that you have. And we're all unique, you know, we all have mm-hmm. unique gifts. And, and if you don't I've, really know what that is, it's kind of tough to move forward. Go ahead. Joy. Mm-hmm. Well, I've seen from a personal example, and hopefully Erin won't mind me sharing her little story, but <laughs> you know, our oldest daughter's 11 now. So it's been 11 years, you know, before we started having kids, uh, my wife was going to through her master's completed it was tempted to do her doctorate but then we started having kids so that could put on the back burner but she had that you know that drive and everything Mm -hmm. and then we started having kids for 10 years and I guess she's been back to work for like three or so years now which brings in a whole new element but I don't and this is just me this is just my opinion but she didn't have time to process the transition from work to mom for eight years Mm. to back to work and how that all fits together. And so there was just a whole lot of um, shift that happened over that eight years of her coming home to be a mom and then going back into the real world and which she loves by the way, and she loves the family. And, and so there's that, there's the definite disconnect there um, that I see and which is probably so common because. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, that's what I would kind of want to get, get out of this is like, it's, I see it happen so much of just that disconnect of losing oneself over that, those years, but then, mm-hmm. oh, and then you can bring on the guilt and shame of like feeling oh, that, yeah. you know, <laughs> yep. feeling that you have that disconnect of your home life and your work life. And um I can, yeah, to dive into what you could do to like, even just dissect that whole situation, yeah. it would 
is uh is incredible because people lose a lot and don't even realize it and then it Mm -hmm. just gets to that cloudy i'm just pushing through moment (laughs) oh my gosh yes they're just pushing through well this is just life i just got to get by well i have two different things so jake to piggyback off what you said before i forget the cool thing about all of these different assessments and this was another realization i had when i was going through this struggle and i was creating this program is that all these different personality assessments phenomenal so cool obviously some are more like you'd say like broad some are more specific But Mm -hmm. what I found is if you only took one and utilized that, there were holes in it. Say you only took Enneagram. This is what I did for years and years, which has not helped the extreme masculinity that I was putting my body through. I only relied on Enneagram. And in Enneagram, if you're familiar with that, I am a three-wing two. So I'm achiever wing helper. And if you know anything about achievers, they freaking go and they work and they achieve. And that was great. However, I was missing this whole other side of me. And so what I did for my signature method that, you know, I include in my membership and one-on-one, whatever it is, I have like this hundred page ebook that I created that you print out and it takes all these different assessments. I mean, there's a gazillion out there. So I've just obviously chosen like my favorites that I feel like give the most for the knowledge that I have now. Mm. I keep adjusting it, but you take that information that you learn and you put it all right there in that giant booklet. So it's not just like you took this quiz online, you had an aha moment, and then it just went to die in cyberspace. Mm. You now have it. And it's this entire guide of pretty much everything you, because you're Mm. like, okay, well, here's what my human design says which, you know, tells you uh, so much, but then, you know, like, here's what it says in my Enneagram. Here's what it says in my astrology. Here's what it says, you know, with six working geniuses, all these different areas where it's just like, oh, okay. These are starting to make sense as a whole. Someday I would love to have an app where you can plug in all this information because that right there tells you just how truly one of a kind we are. You could Mm -hmm. have the same energy type in human design as someone else. Like my husband and I are both projectors, meaning we're Mm -hmm. more of those like we can see things a lot easier than other people can. We're not as mm-hmm. common, um, but we're also very different people, have very different gifts. And so when, again, you weave in all these different components, you're like, damn, we are all truly one of a kind. So comparison, it's like comparison is a joke. Uh, it still happens because of conditioning and human nature, but it's just like, damn, if we all could just even have a little bit of awareness around how truly special and unique and powerful we are, the world would feel like such a better just more aligned place. Maybe there wouldn't be so much arguing on Facebook. Like, it's just like, my God, (laughs) but then Dwayne to what you're saying, absolutely. There is all of these shifts in motherhood. I mean, you know, you shift from like being a wife to being a mom, to being a stay home mom or being a stay home working mom or being a, wherever you are, there's pressure, no matter which situation you go into. I mean, there's, you know, all the different guilt that comes with being a stay at home mom. There's all the guilt that comes with being a working mom. Like it's, it's never easy. And so what I have found with the clients I've worked with, cause I've worked with both stay at home moms, stay at home, working moms, working out of the home moms. I've been every one of those is that what can be really helpful is again, kind of bringing it back to more of that simple concept of being like, okay, what works best for me? Like, it sounds like your wife and many others, they have kind of like that little inner knowing already. It might be a little quiet, but they still have that feeling, you know, like she like, I love what I do. I want to, you know, have this and be a phenomenal mom. We all know the concept of balance is bullshit. That's something that's thrown in a mother's face, every parent's face constantly. Like, we'll just find the balance. It's like, that doesn't exist. (laughs) There is, there is no perfect balance because by the time you find, you know, your rhythm, 
your child's already going through another phase (laughs) or, you know, like nothing is consistent. My God. Um, and so what I always suggest for my clients to do, obviously, you know, you could unpack this for hours and hours and weeks and weeks, but somewhere simple to get started is something I like to call non-negotiables. So this is what I start with, and I'm sure it's called, you know, it's your habits, whatever you want to call it, but this is where I get started first with my clients. So it's like, okay, let's figure out the things that your body needs as often as possible, you know, like kind of 80, 20 rule, like that doesn't have to happen every day because you know, shit happens, but what are the things that your unique mind and body need every day just to feel good? We are so mm-hmm. taught that in order to be successful or in order to be a mom that does it all, you better get your ass up at four in the morning and have you time and then be there fully for your kids and then go be a rock star at work and then come home and somehow have the energy to be present for everyone. <laughs> and it's just, right. it's hard. So it's like finding, and I went through that too. And I was like, oh my God, okay, this person is from the outside looking in, doing it all. And this is how they do it. So this is how I'm going to try and do it. And it just wasn't sustainable because it wasn't appropriate for me. And so they find out like, okay, how many hours of sleep does my body need to like function well and feel good? What kind of nutrition does my body need? Um, And everyone's different with these non-negotiables. Some people need a certain type of walk outside every day with their dog. Some read from the Bible, some read certain pages from a book, some meditate, Um, some have to get movement and sweat every day. Some need to take certain supplements, eat certain foods. Again, everyone is so different. And so when we're trying to identify online, what our body needs most just to function and feel good, it can be really difficult. So it's a really good first step in figuring out your own one of a kindness. So once they kind of identify their non-negotiables, play with them a little bit, they start to feel better and they start to feel a little bit more connected. And so knowing what to do gets a little bit clearer. And then if she was interested, again, I never push my beliefs onto people. That's another thing in human design as a projector. <laughs> We're like, okay, we put it out there. And then those that want to hear more, they come and ask. But, um, you know, if she was more curious and like, okay, well, I kind of want to start with human design because human design will tell me my energy type and that'll be helpful. Like, am I someone the, the world? I won't go too deep into human design because that's a long topic, but the two main energy types in human design are generators and manifesting generators. They make the world go around because they're the ones that have a lot of energy and can like get shit done. They're like, you know, a lot of the workers, uh, the go, go, go entrepreneurs. Um, sometimes you're a projector like I am, and I don't have a ton of energy. I have to drastically work smarter, not harder. I can't work outside of the home. I don't want to work outside of the home. And so just starting to make those pieces. And you know what, maybe the secret to, um, a person's comfort or feeling better or lessening some of that, you know, guilt is to go through some of this and realize, you know, like what I'm doing actually right now is exactly what I'm meant to be doing. Mm -hmm. Like this feels good yet. The outside world, especially Instagram is telling me I should be living a different way. I should be home making sourdough. I shouldn't be out doing this other thing, or I should be at the work place, you know, having a nanny, like I should be doing this. I should be doing that. So sometimes Some of my clients that come to me, their realizations isn't, oh my gosh, I should be doing things completely differently. I'm doing things exactly as I'm meant to be, but I really have to let go of that guilt and that comparison of what, you know, Instagram is telling me to do to be happy. That, that right there, (laughs) that little piece is just, (laughs) yeah, just in maybe you're not doing anything wrong. (laughs) Just, just like realize that and, and be comfortable with it and then, then move forward. Yeah. That's where personal development can get a little bit 
sticky. And I will admit, I went with this too, where when I started in this space, you know, I hadn't quite had all these other realizations yet. And so you look and you see how these other people are successful, especially with women that, you know, want to work or want to have businesses while, you know, being phenomenal parents in their household. And I'd be like, okay, okay, this is how this person's doing it. This is, you know, kind of how I'm going to teach it. And it just, it didn't feel good. There was resistance. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. when I started to realize even with business coaching, that's why I don't, I mean, I will work through different business things with clients, but there's not a one size fits all for how to run a business, especially as a mother, you Mm -hmm. have to really focus in on, you know, what's most important to you and then go from there. For example, uh, Torn and I, we both work from home and we do things a little bit different. Our main focus is play and time with our child and future children. Like that's our main focus. And then we plug and chug everything else in. We love to travel. We want flexibility. We don't answer. We don't want to answer to anyone. We homeschool, you know? Um, and that's really important to us. However, that's not going to be, you know, everyone's priority in that order or in that exact, you know, whatever, like there's going to be people like, Oh my God, I don't want to travel a ton. Like that's not good for my body. Or I can't work for myself. I don't want to be an entrepreneur. Homeschooling sounds like hell, no way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so, you know, really connecting to, well, what's good for me? What's good for my family? And the coolest thing about what I do or the fact of getting more connected to yourself is ideally you have a partner who, you know, wants to do the same because people come to me and they're like, Oh my God, how do I strengthen my relationship? How do I strengthen my relationship? And I'm like, honestly, each of you get connected to yourself and then get connected to each other. Because what happens is you essentially identify your own code. What did I like to call it? Like when you take all these different pieces and again, there's always more layers to learn. You're never going to arrive and be like, know everything about myself. There's always another layer. Just come on. Yeah. Check, um, check it off yeah. the list. Yeah. Ooh, I, ha- I am here. I have arrived. We're good. Yeah. Um, but through, you know, trial and error, even just watching my own relationship, like Tord and I constantly are like, man, we're one of the healthiest relationships we know. What is the secret? And the secret is very simple. I have taken years and years and years and am a committed student of life to basically, it's just like, okay, I've taken all this time. I've spent all this money, which you don't have to spend a ton of money. I just did connecting to myself very, very deeply and knowing that there's always going to be more to learn, you know, humbling that putting your ego aside. And he has done the same thing. And in that we have not only increased our frequency or our vibration, but we are able to like take love languages, for example, like I'm very clear on how I feel and show love. He's very clear on how he feels and show love. And so we're able to bring that together. Um, our different energy types, you know, how we feel motivated. I mean, there's endless list of stuff, but in order to, you know, strengthen your relationship, it's like, rather than reaching for answers outside of yourself, really look for those answers inside of yourself and then go from there. And then what's really cool is then you apply it to your kids because when you truly accept and understand that we are all one of a kind humans, it registers and you accept that this conditioning that we have had growing up, like, well, this is what a good kid looks like. And this is how you're supposed to be in school. And everything outside of that is a parenting error. You know, they're being a bad kid. You realize it's bullshit. And you're like, oh my God, not only are we one of a kind adults, we're raising one of a kind humans Mm -hmm. and they all need to be parented differently. And it has been the greatest thing in the entire world for my son's confidence and well-being to discover. I mean, obviously with um, like Jake, some of those personality assessments that you take, you Mm -hmm. know, 
some of them you need to be, you know, an adult or, or older and the person has to take themselves, but human design, astrology, some of these other pieces, even Enneagram, as your child gets older, you kind of have, you know, you kind of have your suspicions. You're able to sort of figure out a little bit of the code of your child. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh. Like, for example, my son is a manifesting generator in human design, meaning he has 20,000 interests all at once. He needs project after project going like he's busy and he's moving and he's creative and he's excited where Torin and I are more like one thing at a time, but he just, he wants it all and he's so excited. And so just understanding those little pieces or even with astrology, um, it's helped us with travel because my son is, if you're familiar with, astro familiar with astrology at all, he's a cancer baby. And so he has a lot of water and a lot of big emotions. And I know that, I mean, I grew up in a traditional household where, you know, you, you be a man, you don't cry, you don't show emotion. Like, what is that? Don't be a crybaby. And mm -hmm. that's how, you know, the men in my family are, that's how his dad was and explaining to them, like, he's not being a crybaby. He's not, you know, these emotions aren't bad when you let him process them and go through and out of his body. Like he's on to the next thing. It's just a part of who he is. And, you know, it was adults grow into the meals, you know, like having, it's just, sorry, I get, I get so passionate about this. <laughs> no, this is great. Keep but on. Honest, but honestly, if we can, again, bringing it back to why I feel like mothers are some of the most influential people in the entire world, because if they can figure out this coding for themselves and they can teach it to their partners, if they have partners and they could kind of start to understand their children so they can raise them as they are, not as, you know, the outside world is telling them to be, oh my God, that's going to change the world drastically can you imagine mm -hmm. how much less therapy we're all going to need no like yeah. my god <laughs> well you 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 know knowing your knowing your kids is um is so important when it comes to like if you want to build a true support system around them and like support them and where they want to go it's, it's kind of hard to do that if you don't really know who they are or if you're yeah. trying to 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 assume a certain um like a like person that you think they should be or how you want them to be it, it, it's tough I mean I, I can even reflect back on growing up and you know there were things that um I knew about myself that I, I felt like my specifically my dad like didn't understand and it's it's like well you know this is this is who I am this is how I pursue it. I'm certainly the way you describe it, it's like I know I'm a manifesting generator I like to have my hands in everything and mm -hmm. It's like knowing that about your kid, I think will will strengthen that relationship and you'll you'll give them more opportunity to blossom into the person that they truly are as they get older and become adults and enter to the real world and do all the fun things that we get to do as adults and 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 wrestle with life. Um, so yeah, it's I think you're really spot on there with that. So thank you. Yeah, it's yeah. been a lot of trial and error. And you know, I'm just as guilty as everyone else for letting the outside world, telling me how to be, telling me how to do certain things. I mean, I lived my life up until I was probably 28 years old when I went off on my own with my son, according to how, you know, everyone else thought I should be. I'm back. You're back. I'm back. <laughs> oh my gosh, this snowstorm. All right. So we just had a little technical difficulty and had to, um, uh, this is going to be like a little random spot here, but we're going to pick back up and and uh, just kind of start wrapping up here with the, the podcast. This has been great, by the way, April. I just really love, you know, all of your insights and your story and 
and and the views that you have on the world and how you see, especially as as parenting, and that really speaks to to myself and I, I know Dwayne too. We're both fathers. Um, I've got a nine year old as well, so I, I understand um, you know where that where that where that lives. But uh, for people that want to get connected with you, actually, two things. First off, I know you said you got like a hundred page ebook that kind of pulls together all the different assessments. Mm-hmm. Which um, so two things I want to say to that. Number one. Um, I'd love to to know where people can get access to this because I think that's a really awesome tool that you've come up with for helping people pull that stuff together. And number two, I just wanted to share an idea with you that like hit me as you said this. You can do what you want with it, but you were talking about turning <laughs> into an app. I'm a big journaler, and mm-hmm. I was thinking about like like when you take these assessments, how um, how sometimes it's like you're like, how is like, where's the evidence? Where's like the reality? Like, where's, Mm -hmm. you know, like how I actually do things and how I behave. And I was thinking, I was like, you know, it'd be kind of cool is if you like, there was a way that you can like somehow upload your journal entries into an app that like showed you connections with these different assessments of it's like, see, like what you did here, this is because you're a blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And this is because this is your astrology, like, Mm -hmm. like finding ways to connect dots. Anyway, that's just a shameless plug there. I I think it'd be really cool. It'd be like, Hey, chat GPT, yeah. assess this journal entry. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> like you need to create AI. Oh, yeah. Like create the artificial intelligence that like connects your behavior with like all of these assessments and shows you like where the connections are. It's like, oh, I can see now. That's why I'm uh, mm-hmm. above, you know. Anyway, just throwing that I out. I love that. But where can people get access to that? And then also how can they get in touch with you if they want to work with you and have questions and all the good stuff? Absolutely. Well, and Jake too, I'll touch on this. So the fact that, you know, you not only want the information, but you kind of want to know more. It's just like, okay, but why is this this way? And why is that that way? That's totally a part of your profile. It's totally part of your coding. You would assume everyone's like that, but they're not like I, that is one of the things again, before we got cut off, I was talking about, you know, how so much of our true nature gets conditioned out of us in childhood, which is Mm -hmm. why our generation hopefully is working really hard to not do that to our own kids and grandkids but I was very curious by nature. I'm like, okay, but why? Like, I, w- I want to know deeper. I want to unpack that. And it would really irritate people or make them uncomfortable. Like, why do you need mm-hmm. to know that? Just accept things how they are. So that's cool. That's a piece, that's a piece of your own coding. Um, but yeah, I no, love- I love that. So there's, yeah. um, I'm all over now, especially since Torin's helping me pop up everywhere. So I'm on Instagram on it's me, April sky. I have a YouTube. I have the podcast called the wake up mama podcast. And the easiest, most affordable way to work with me is definitely the membership. Um, I used to lead it in a group experience, but then I had a lot of requests for, you know, easier payment plans, more time with the material. Cause you know, moms we're freaking busy. We need a lot of time with things. Um, mm-hmm. sometimes something that's more rushed, it, it's not going to land and it's going to feel like another thing we drop the ball on, which we don't need. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I created this kind of this space where it's a membership in a community. So you have this community, all of like-minded moms and someday moms. And then I took my entire course and I put it in this on-demand space where it's like, you treat it kind of like Hulu. You can go binge or you can, you know, go tap in for a few minutes just to feel better. There's guided meditations, there's breath work, there's tapping, there's all my course in these different learning videos, you know, where you're like recorded on loom and there's slides and all that nerdy stuff. Yeah. So that's the easiest. And that does come with that hundred page profile that you're talking about. And gotcha. yeah, it's just monthly. You can pay yearly. It's amazing. You can learn more on my Instagram, or you can always email me at the Bodhi community at gmail.com. I'll send you all that. Um, Perfect. and then the other way is one-on-one. Sometimes I have these moms that are like, I just, 
I, I need you to basically guide me through this. I, I don't want, mm-hmm. you know, the online space is great. I love having this, all this information, but I need, I need more support. I need more one-on-one, especially for the ones that are busier. And so I also do offer one-on-one, which again comes with that guide that you're talking about. I don't sell it separately just because I don't feel like it would make as much sense if I'm not able to explain it to you. I'm mm-hmm. definitely creating smaller versions of it, you know, for freebies and other things to buy little eBooks. It'll be on my website. But for now, the two ways to get that magical guide that we referenced is either mm-hmm. through joining my membership or being um, a one-on-one client with me. Perfect. This has ahead, been Dan. incredible, April. And Aww. I'm so glad, like, I'm so glad yeah. we've touched base now because I'm going to, you know, follow all your things and hopefully have some of your content pop up and uh, give me little reminders of all this goodness. Um, Because yeah, this has been, I I just love these kind of conversations and they're so helpful. There was so much in there that we could have dug into and like, always. (laughs) Yeah. Like there's so many more. Um, Maybe we can have you back and go in deep on some specific conversation because um, even in that, like we were talking about different languages, but there was so many things of what you said during your stories and your examples that, that I was like, oh, there's a wolf den principle. Oh, there's a guardian principle. And it was just (laughs) that, you know, that just that little bit different of language, like closer over more. If you figure out you're closer, you, you know, if you dive in and find self-awareness, that's the key. And, you know, all those, all those simple things, well, simple, but not easy, you know? (laughs) And, And so, so yeah, this has just been another incredible episode that I'm excited to get out there. Oh my gosh, you guys, thank you so much for having me this. See, and these are things to pay attention to, too. those, you know, those conversations, those people, those experiences that really energize you and make you feel good versus the ones that like drain you and just, you know, make you feel kind of icky. That's such a good thing for people to pay attention to. And I can honestly say everyone that I've met it within the wolf den, they're an energizer. They make you feel good. They raise your vibration. Love it. That's great. Well, we'll make sure to for anybody listening, we'll link up all the stuff in the show notes. So if you want to uh, get connected with April, you'll have easy access there. And um, thank you again, April. It's been a pleasure having you on you inside so the much. den. Welcome to the den, and and um, <laughs> hope to see you at a future event. You know, I don't. Absolutely. They're always planning new events and stuff in the future. And um, with that said, we will sign off. And for anybody listening, always remember to stay wolfish. We'll see you on the next one. Woo! <laughs>